Mindful Monday with Dr. Corliss. Get ready, get ready. We've got a great show. Not quite as hot this weather here in California, but we're hot right here at itrnradio.com. Get ready, get ready. It's that time again. It's time for Mindful Mondays with Dr. Corliss P. Bennett. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay, let's get this party started. It looks like Corliss Bennett is having technical issues, but we'd like to get Mindful Mondays going. This is Mindful Mondays right here on ITRNRadio.com. I'm sure she's going to be back in just a few moments. So just take a minute. Just breathe and listen to Anita Baker. We've got guests for you this afternoon. We've got the great Tanya McKenzie, who's going to grace our stage right here on ITRN. And she's going to talk about all things in her world, which are marketing, her book, quite a few things. And you've got got a lot to learn, a lot to listen to. So join us right here at ITRNRadio.com.
We're still having issues hearing you. Oh, okay, okay. There okay. you are. There you are. Okay, now okay. there you. Are. Sorry, man. I tell you, getting all these issues. Okay, you can hear me now. Now we can. Okay, can you see me? Yes, we can. Okay. All right. Okay, you gotta love the internet and all things, you know, internet related. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Corliss Bennett with Mindful Monday. Sorry for all the internet issues and login issues. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. And it's not as hot as it was last week. It's only 88 degrees today. And I'll take it because it was 105 last week and it was absolutely miserable. Yeah, I still hear music. Is it, am I not supposed to hear music or? Can everybody hear me? Okay. All right. So welcome to Mindful Mondays. It has definitely been, um, like I said, a, a very hot Southern California, um, but we're, we're, we're trying to survive. So we've got our guest, uh, return guest, Ms. Tanya McKenzie, uh, coming back at us, um, in part two. Um, and, uh, Tanya, you there? I am. Hey there. How are you? Oh, I am good. I'm good. Uh, you are absolutely right. It does help that this weather is a little less hectic. It was it was a bit bipolar. Um, yes. It was 90 degrees and raining. Not exactly sure how we're supposed to process that, but we got through it. So all good things, right? Yeah, Happy to be here. And raining. Like, how does that even, you know, how does that put together? 90 degrees and raining. And it was hot rain. It was. It was. Hot rain and it was and sticky. Rock. Yes. And it was so humid. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot. It's just crazy to me that we can go through that and then people say there is no global warming. Like, I just have to understand where they think this comes from. It just, this is not normal. It is not normal. Absolutely. It is not. Absolutely. Absolutely not normal. So we are glad that you are back. We had so many things that we were talking about, and I've, I've been following you on Facebook and some of the articles about folks. And the last thing I just saw, was that today about people saying something about you being African-American and a woman or something? Can you, you know what I'm talking about? You, you... So, yeah, I would actually be in the seat that I'm running for currently the first African-American to be elected here in Redondo Beach, California, and the first woman to sit in this seat. So, you know, it is always interesting to me when you're the first. I've done that a few times since I've been out here, but many people don't think that in California there are places that are still archaic 
That's right. what I'll call it. Really so behind the time. Go back for those for those listeners that didn't hear you the first time. Uh, please take take the take the moment to catch us all up to who you are, um, what what your what, what you know what you're running for, and how that affects just things like that. People mad because you want you want to uh, let them know that you're the first. Like when I read yeah. that, I thought, Are you really serious? You're mad because. She is the first. So what's the problem? But well, listen, let, I'll I'll back up and and say first of all, hello again to the audience. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. It is a continuation of our conversation last week and we were talking about women and leadership, what leadership means, how do people lead, the different styles um of leadership. I champion leadership. I think it's highly important that we are that we lead in whatever it is that we do, or at least aspire to, right? And you don't always have to lead being in, in the front. You can lead from behind if you if you have those abilities. So I run Sand and Shores, my PR and leadership firm, helping organizations understand how leadership helps them to uh, strengthen their reputation, okay? Mm-hmm. So leadership is important in everything we do, even in the media. So I am running for Redondo Beach City Council District 4. We currently have someone in that position that is doing a piss poor job. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. And why is that? Because the people that he said he was going to fight for, that he was going to um, champion, are actually the people he ignores <laughs> and the people that he uh, votes against. So, you know, it lets people know. And, and it's a great example, almost a... Um, almost a perfect example of how our federal government is working right now. You know, they they uh, say what they need to say to get into office. And then when it's time to really make it happen for their constituents, they either cow down to financial um, institutions, financial obligations, promises they've made before, not to the people that they got elected for, but to people that will help them further their careers. So they make decisions that are personal instead of for the people. Civil service, okay? It's supposed to serve the people. You said you want to serve and a lot of people get in it. They either forget or they went in with the wrong intention. So I'm running for district four because the community asked me to do it. Well, why would they do that? Well, it might have a lot to do with me being probably the biggest mouth in district four, but also someone that's not afraid to be the first, right? I'm not afraid to uh, stand up to status quo. Um, mm-hmm. not afraid to speak the truth, even if it might not turn out so well. But most of my life has been speaking a truth that does not always benefit me, uh, because it's true. We can't always, we can't, we cannot cow down to fear. And the establishment currently has used fear to to run the city. So where I'm at in north in the northern part of Redondo Beach, it has been run down by the establishment and the people that really are just there to serve themselves. Because if they were serving the people, then our mall wouldn't be falling apart. Our pier wouldn't be falling apart. Our businesses wouldn't be leaving North Redondo. Our schools wouldn't be impacted. We wouldn't have the highest um, density of low income here without any balance uh, to the south side. We wouldn't have, you know, things here 
we would have things here that they also have in the South, but we don't. Uh, that's because, you know, there has been a level of fear that has kept either from enacting those changes or from speaking up to enact those changes based on the fear mongering. And, and they've done it a lot. Like now, you know, it's kind of like, ooh, do you want her representing you? Kind of like this black chick cannot represent white Redondo. So they're using it. And guess what? I don't care. And most of the people don't care because they're tired of getting put to the side. So that's well, kind of what's going on here. This. So yes. what what is the ethnic makeup of what you said District Four, right? Yes. What is the ethnic makeup of District Four? Um, it's definitely I got to get those numbers exactly, but they're it's the most diverse uh, district in the city. Gotcha. We have the highest. Yes, we have the highest. Yes, absolutely. We have the highest number of immigrants here. We have the highest number of working class families here we have the highest number of uh, homes with kids here uh yeah and the highest number of immigrants yeah so we we are them and which is fine because for us that live here we love it we're here because of that but we shouldn't be treated any differently because we're here and that district includes the pier i'm just trying to like it does not it's it's, so you're in la you're in la it's the artesia where Artesia meets Inglewood in okay. those areas. And then where Adams Middle School is, down a little further down Inglewood, um, into those homes. So it's it's the northern part. North Redondo. The gotcha. eastern. Let's aha, let's do that. It's the more eastern part of Redondo Beach. Okay. Closer to the Inglewood Hartthorn is Yes. Yes. There we go. Yes. Okay. There yes. we go. Across the street okay. into Lawndale. Okay, I was trying to get a mental. So you got Hartthorn and then boom, that next city would be East Redondo Beach, per se. Yeah, yeah. North, but it's north right over East. there. And then and then Hawthorne and gotcha. Torrance. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And okay, okay. So because of the racial ethnicity breakdown or breakup or what however you want to uh note. Uh, and then would Redondo Union High School be the high school? It is. The single, okay. Yeah, the only one. Gotcha. Okay. And There's it's in the South. It's in the South. Gotcha. Okay. But, but, but because it's the only high school, that's where everyone goes. Right. That's going public. That's, that's going public. Yes. Yes. Okay. There Some of them opt out and go to um, Miracosta, uh-huh. but most of them go to about 99% go to Redondo Union. That go to public, yes. And would that make Redondo Union probably the most diverse school in the area, Ab- too? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay. So you're dealing with all these different things, but yet people are saying things like, you want her to represent you, but you represent the dynamic of this District 4. It doesn't necessarily mean they like that. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. That part, right. Yeah, so it, it's really a matter of what they would like for it to look like, not what the residents want it to look like. Gotcha. Now, the person that's in office now made all these promises, like all of them do, and mm-hmm. and basically did not help or did not assist or do anything that he or she said that they would do with the folks that helped put him or her in office. That is that uh, what I heard you say? It, partially. Um, 
he, he's not doing it alone with the help of uh, our mayor and a few other people mm-hmm. in the city that have a little pull that they pulled this together, this bring him here so we can have someone that continues to vote in our favor. So he actually came here with the intention to um, support the mayor. He's there, and there's, he's there, yeah. Yes, he's yes, yes. Some people might call that a, what's the word they've been using? Carpetbacker. That, that's new to me. But carpet who? I'd have to look it up, but it's basically <laughs> someone that comes <laughs> and they run. That's a real word. A girl I had to go look it up. Okay. It's someone that comes to an area and runs for elected office that has no ties to that area. It's a mm-hmm. real word. And they came up with carpet bag? What that is even like the Listen, oh. Webster's okay. dictionary. <laughs> Carpet bagger. I was like, let me look this up. Wow. Okay. So, and so when you say you've been vocal, so you've been at whatever meetings he has or runs, and you're like, hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? Hey, what about this? Basically. Actually, even better, I've actually stayed out of Redondo politics. I serve on a few different boards. So I serve on the board for the Chamber of Commerce. I'm the president of the Business Association. Um, I've been appointed to several positions by our city manager, by other council people and other um, business leaders. And I had purposefully stayed away from the politics because I know that it can be nasty. And I just, you know, you're a Delta, I'm a Zeta. I just come from a background of service. So right. it's never really appealed to me to run for office. And it's so nasty. It's I'm like, let me just put my head down and do my work and I leave them alone and they leave me alone. But I'm also a resident of District 4 seeing what decisions are being made and how it affects our community. At that point, it became a matter of me voicing my opinion about some of the things that were going on. But it's because it's my district. It's because I live here. It's because I have kids here. Right. It's because I work here. It's because oh, my yeah, husband right. is here. Unlike we're raising a family here. Right. Who has right. No, ah, he's a carpet what? <laughs> <laughs> A carpet bagger, right? That is so random. The name is just random. But okay, like, so who makes carpet bagger who has no ties to the community and you live in the community. You've been affected. Hold on, let me let me read it to you. It's it says noun, derogatory, informal. Um, a political candidate who seeks election in an area where they have no local connections. A person perceived as an unscrupulous opportunist. <laughs> Okay. I was like, okay. Oh, oh, breaking it all the way down for you. I was like, they didn't give us that vocabulary word. Yeah, I don't remember that on the SAT. That was was never on any of my flashcards. Right. Wow. So here you are, resident of District 4. You've seen what this person who's been in office, and is it a two-year term or four-year? Uh, four. Oh, wow. Okay, so he has had enough time to do what he could have, what could have been done, but did not do. Oh, yeah. Wow. Listen, okay, so here's the big deal. California, Uh we all know we are in this sunny state of California, even though the weather has been atrocious. And there are some requirements to living here. Um, We have to take care of our residents. We have a huge homeless issue. We have a housing issue. We are underhoused here in California and 
is super expensive. So the state has come out with some mandates for housing. Okay. The state has come out with some mandates and every city has to develop their plan for how they're going to handle the housing element. That's what it's called, the housing element. And, you know, you have to, you're required to build a certain amount of homes in a certain period of time. Well, out of about almost 3,000 homes, they designated over 2,000 of them, over 2,000 of them, to North Redondo. Over 1,500 of them to District 4 alone. So you could imagine how many, that there's only like 600 that will go to South Redondo. So 600 to 2,000 something homes. So he was supposed to fight for North Redondo and say, no, we want more equity. You guys take some more of these homes. We don't want all of them because with these homes also comes low income housing and, you know, parking issues. We already have parking issues here and some congestion and infrastructure issues, none of which have been taken care of. So the residents were saying, hey, we want someone that's going to come in and fight for us. We want you to fight for us. We want you to fight for equity. And he came in and voted with the South to have all of those homes over here. So that's really the tipping point. Um, We also have the homeless shelters here. We have the pallet shelters. That is the single, you know, the single shelters for the homeless. They get Mm -hmm. to go in there. They have wraparound services and we help them get, you know, get it together. Well, they were supposed to split half the time in North Redondo and the other half the time in South Redondo. Well, he voted to have them just stay in North Redondo. Not that it's a bad idea because it's worked out, but that's not the point. You said this is what we were going to do. That's what the community agreed to. You came in and you changed your mind against the wishes of the community. You're just making unilateral decisions that ain't got nothing to do with the people that you're supposed to serve. That's not okay. Wow. Oh, I'm going to come in and it's going to be amazing and we're going to get all this fixed up. It's going to be great and clean it up. What happens is he lets the mayor and, and the ones that get with their get along game give us crumbs so he can get some small wins to continue to vote for them. So he can continue to vote on their behalf and we continue to get crumbs. You know how I know? Our Artesia corridor still looks horrible. It's disconjointed, it's not connected, businesses are leaving, and it's not okay. But you said you were gonna do all these things and bring businesses here. Yes, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, none of that has happened. Our mall is still empty. Yeah. And the few wins that he did get, many of them were already put in place by the past council person. So, you know, it's a mess. Now, I'm trying to, um, where is this mall? Because I'm trying to picture. Uh, Galleria, the Galleria. South oh, Galleria. that's considered the, okay, that's this, that's, that's our, district. That, oh, that's South district. Yes. Mm, which has some empty stores, correct? Huh. Some. I haven't been in a while, but I remember seeing some empty, so it's even more, huh? 
Wow. I think I think the Sloss and Swap Me probably has more stories than we do. Wow. So that used to be the spot too. That really used to be the spot. <laughs> it, it did. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I think Sloss and Swap Me probably has more stories than we do. Wow. And it's just a matter of people, whatever reason. Now, did COVID have a lot to do with that? No, this, it's been, this has been a continuous, this has been talking to people that are born and raised here. Um, you know, kids that have graduated that have come back here have said, this has been looking like this since I was a kid. Wow. And that's just not okay. It's just not okay. So it's just continuing to get worse. Most of the reason for that is because we do have leadership that does not want to see any growth here. It's called nimbyism, not in my backyard. They don't want anything new in their community. I understand how that, yes, that, 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 it has to be really stressful to be a nimby in California because we like nice new pretty things. We just do. Wow. They don't want anything new. I would never new. think of having these issues in Redondo Beach. Like, I would Girl, never. If you, if you think about it, NIMBY. Not in my backyard. I don't want you to build anything new. Well, why? Because it'll bring new people here. And I don't want new people here. Mm. Wow. This is very eye-opening to me that people think that way. Wow. You, come on. You better cut it out. You know that it's not cutting edge ideas from people that are very exclusive and that's crazy like okay i mean i get it's crazy to me in california i think it's a crazy to a lot of people that it's a mindset in california you know there are other places where that might that might fly but you always think oh california it's so amazing and so you guys are multicultural and you got so diverse yeah everybody don't like that and so there are pockets of places in California that are not very friendly to the new and the more and the diverse and the kumbaya. They're not kumbaya. No. Wow. Our mayor uses words like we want to keep those um, undesirables out of here. And he said that with his outside voice? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he said that. Wait a minute, Tanya. Hold on. Let me just hold. Let me just pull. He said that with his outside voice. One of our one of the ladies was running um, to become a city councilwoman, and he said something like, "Did you ask your husband if it was okay or something like that?" I was like, "What? Where are we?" Wow. This this is the, a wow. The guy that's running, um, you know, the the guy that's being recalled. He, um, one of our councilwomen. It was her turn to do something, and she, he said, basically they skipped her, and he said, yeah, because I don't want to hear her voice all meeting long or something to that effect. Like, would you say that to a man? Mm. <laughs> would, would you? Would anybody say that to a man? <laughs> in, in, and that's on tape with outside voices. 
I'm just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. So when you talk about, and when, and so when I say different, uh, or when I say I'm the first, because they fight so hard against it. And it's like, ah, you are, oh, you're just going to play the black card or you're just going to play the woman card. Well, yeah, listen, why, why does it have it's to be actually, because you're trying it's to actually be a fact though. It's actually a fact. So my thing, if you really care about your city and your reputation, you would want to celebrate the fact that you're finally, you have the opportunity to break these stalemates that have been going on. Oh, we're moving out of these archaic times. But there are some people that want to keep things stale and archaic. There are people that want to keep them status quo. There are people that are fine with mediocre pale males, stale pale males running their cities. Wow. And they want to keep it that way. Even if it means running them into running the city into the ground. But the cool thing is not everybody feels that way. The cool thing is when the community gets tired of being tired, they can step up and say, we need new leadership. The cool thing is when the city is no longer, the residents are no longer going to just continue to beg, please, please think about us. Please give us some consideration. They can recall your ass. That's what's happening. They're tired. Okay, so this is a recall election. It is. <laughs> oh, wow. So you are actually running against this man, per se. Yeah, per se. Is it just the two of you, or is there another person? Is there other people? Mm -mm, it's just us. If he gets recalled, I'm in. Oh, this is juicy. Okay. You stupid. You <laughs> silly. Oh, wow. Wow. So they got the whatever signatures that were needed to have a recall. Yes. Alexa. yes. Wow. Yes. Actually, and kudos to Peter Aziz um, for stepping up. He was born and raised here. He went to high school here. Uh, he was one of those residents that was like, I'm tired of them treating District 4 like the orphanage. I'm tired of them treating us like the city stepchild. And he got it started. Wow. Got the petition, got it going, got the 3,000 signatures. And here's the coal piece. Only, we are the least voting block here. So remember the part where I tell you, you know, it's very, um, very family friendly, hardworking community people. They keep their head down. They don't vote a lot, mostly because they be working and they're dealing with their families and their kids. So we know that we're the least voting block. Only about... We only have about five, I think there's about 10,000 in the district. Only about 5,000 are registered and only about 3,000 vote. Oh, wow. Less than three. Less so than have three you voted. voter registration campaigns and things? Oh, yeah, but here's the piece that's incredibly significant. He got a, he, he got a thousand. He won the election by 33 votes. About, about, about 1,100. About 1,100 people voted for him. It took almost 3,000 signatures to get him on the recall ballot. That means more people sign their name to have him recalled than voted oh, for him in the first place. Wow. But he don't want to talk about that. Nobody want to talk about that. 
<laughs> that's is, how that's yeah. how horrible of a job he's done that more people voted to recall him than who voted for him. But we wow. don't want to talk about that. So is he in his second term? Like he's in his second year? Second year. year. Yeah, second year. So if you're successful, you will do two years and then you have to run again if you want to run again. Two and a half. I hope they find somebody else to do this though because these people are, they're mean. They're just... Just mean. You know, I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. They're mean. They're just mean. Mean spirited. You know, we we're just not made up. Like some of us are just not made to I don't want to just be angry and fighting all the time. I like my little serve the community, serve the state, serve the county. This is like you gotta battle. You gotta you got to do battle all the time. Everything, every little thing, you got to fight for it. You got to fight. You got to fight. It shouldn't even be like that. It really should be. Let's see what we can all come together and do. We all love the city so much that we're making the best decisions. Not, I want the best for my side, but your side. I'm like, we are a whole city. If I'm driving through your city, I want the whole city to look good. I don't want half the city to look good. I don't want the part that I'm driving through to get to the nice part to look bad I want the whole thing to look good mm. wow okay I didn't wow I didn't know this was this juicy this is this is serious wow. I mean here's the deal a lot of people think you know when you when I, when I talk to people about this kind of stuff many people think oh you know it's just redondos, rich people problems. These are working people problems, okay? These are family people problems. These are community people problems. These are real people problems. I had, I'll put it to you like this. I had a woman, we we um had, you know, my kids play sports. We had thrown out some stuff, like my husband got fed up and threw out a bunch of stuff. It was just stuff everywhere. So threw out a bunch of stuff. And a woman from down the street came over. She lives down the street. She came over to let me know that she got some of the sports equipment out of the trash that we had thrown out. So this ain't no rich people problem. This is working class. I'm trying to provide a nice life for my kids, family-oriented part of the city and I think they deserve more and it would be great if leadership in this city thought they deserve more we literally have people that live in this city that will come by and check in your trash to see if there's something that they can recycle wow now why and it ain't the first time told you that she just wanted to let you know that she took some of the stuff yeah so honest yes absolutely wow Actually, in one of the bags, she had found um, a cell phone and she was returning it and letting me know it was in there and that she had got the stuff. And, you know, if there was ever any more stuff to just let her know and she'd come by, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, when you say Redondo Beach, I would never in a million years thought everything you just mentioned. Like, I wouldn't have never. I just thought it was an all white ritzy community yeah most people do and and it's 
It's not. It's not. Matter of fact, um, I met one of my husband's fraternity brothers, Cap Alpha Psi, lived, lives in South Redondo. He's just older, wanted to, him and his wife, just chilling, just walking down the street. He saw me, I saw him, just trying to live his best life on his retirement. No, we out here. So what, what would be one of the first things that you would do? Oh my God, there's so many. I, I would imagine. love I to imagine. start, I would love to start a private public partnership and fix up Artesia. That, that's going to require some type of sacrifice, some type of partnership, but that would be one of the first things I start working on because Artesia has looked like this for way too long. That's so the street Artesia things. from like what, Hearthorn to, uh, and then West? Yeah. Because that's where the mall is at, right? Mm-hmm. That's our, yes. Right. So yes. from basically South Bay Galleria on Artesia West. Yes. And and it's and it's toe up. <laughs> Man, I haven't been in a while, we, so I mean, we have a bunch. Of, we have a bunch of happy happy ending massage parlors, a bunch of empty mm-hmm. spots, and not enough restaurants oh. or businesses. Period. Like, but there used to be though. Yeah. And people have just moved out. And this is pre-COVID we're talking about. Pre-COVID yes. move out. Yes. Yes. So we can't even blame COVID for this at all. No, it's it's a trend. And is it a trend because of the type of people supposedly that live in District 4? No, I think it's a it's I think it's a trend because of the lack of the lack of investment in the area. It looks bad. Um our, we have no parking. We don't have a good parking situation. And, and the, you know, when there's not a lot of businesses, your business is not going to get a lot of traffic. The right. more businesses you have, the more commerce you have going on. Right. The more action, the more people want to be around. Right, right. We know this. Right, right. Amazing. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm like, really like, this is, this is, this is crazy. This is that's I mean yeah wow and I like I said I I've been to South Bay but not in a while and I'm you know a store here or there so I can't even imagine South Bay having empty stores like several empty stores so that's like a three locker left Nordstrom's left let's see Foot Locker left Nordstrom's left Macy's one of the Coles is still there in Macy's um, right. Champs is still there everything else pretty even we can't even keep Forever Twenty One okay. Forever Twenty One is gone. Yes, yes. And you know them, maybe they'll punch it. They'll pull up anywhere. They'll pull, they'll pull up at a strip mall. Yeah, yeah they no. would. They could. They I left. haven't seen one in a strip mall, but if they would, they could. They could if they, they would. Left. Yeah, I think maybe the we have a movie theater still there, the AMC. Right. They're probably going to stick around. And that's around. probably what's bringing in the traffic. Yeah, mostly. At least that's why my kids go. Otherwise, if they're not going to the movies, they just they just go to Delamo. Interesting. Now, is it because Delamo got um, refurbished personally? Because there's parts of Delamo Mall you could eat off the floor. I walked in there. I was like, "What happened to this mall?" It is yes. super bougie. And like I yeah. said, you can literally eat off the floor. Those floors are so damn shiny; it's ridiculous. Yeah, you have to invest in everything. You can't just you can't just throw stuff out and then leave it there. You have to continuously invest. You have to continuously upkeep. You have to continuously, you know, encourage and bring new businesses. 
you have to do those things. You have to be a part of the solution on a regular basis. It's not, oh, I did this one thing and then I'm done. So this it's is something that you're going to be trying to do as well as trying to bring businesses back to the mall. Yeah, we are actually in the process of um, a renovation. So that's already in motion. However, I uh, spoke to the marketing director recently and it's still, you know, we still have to keep businesses, new businesses coming and the ones that are there find ways to keep them happy. So, uh, you know, the priorities, you just have to have the right priorities in your district. You have to have the right priorities. And see, I don't think people realize when you're running for an office, all this, like all this stuff, I would have never thought that this would be a part of the situation. But then again, when you're dealing with district versus mayor versus, you know, governor, you know, and all of that, it, it, the district is really the hands on situation. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And they don't make it easy. I have, um, I don't know if you saw this and they, they started a fake Facebook page and they have all these troll people that they've created to start, you know, drama. I don't even understand how people have that kind of time. That's why I said, I don't think politics is for me because people have way too much time to be nasty. It just makes no sense to me. And when I saw that, people are mad because she, you're saying you're the first. And I'm like, but you are the first. What, what yeah. part I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, I got to bring that up on the podcast on Monday because I just saw it like yesterday or the day before. And I was like, how can somebody be mad because you are? Why does she have to keep saying she's the first? Because she is. She w- or she would be, you know, like, I mean, like, I mean, show me the lie. That's what that's what I got. That's that's the thing now is show me the lie. Show me the lie. Show me. Show me. Because if you can't, I need you to be quiet. So you're dealing with trying to continue to work on the refurbishing, per se, of the South Bay Galleria. And then you said Artesia itself trying to bring back restaurants, bring back businesses to Artesia from Hawthorne to the water. From Hawthorne to about um, Miracosta. Wow. Miracosta High School up there. It goes all the way. Uh, District 4 goes up. Up to about um, where Miracosta High School is. So so Miracosta is not in District 4, though. It's like right over. No, it's in Miracosta is in Manhattan Beach. So it's across the street. But across the street is District 4 Redondo. So one side of the street is Manhattan Beach. The other side of the street is Redondo. Gotcha. And so of all those beach cities in that area, District 4 is the most diverse. Um, I would have to check against Hermosa, but I believe so. Wow. That's a good question. I, I, I would love to check against uh, the other beach cities, but I'm almost sure. Maybe unless Manhattan like has... Because I said, I would, in the beach, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I would, I, I'm actually interested to see which district in Manhattan Beach has the most diversity and then see how it compares. But because they're, they have a lot more density than we do, period. Like they, they are a more dense city, but they also have more tax revenue and they're able to do really cool things and they fixed up their downtown. And so when it comes to having more people in your community, you also have more tax revenue, right? And you also have more people spending money on businesses and the business is staying and the businesses bring new businesses. So, you know, they're, 
our leadership here seems to think everything is, uh, it'll be too congested. It'll be traffic. Yes, traffic to bring you customers, traffic to bring you visitors, traffic to bring you tax revenue. We can't keep, this can't continue. Or, or I've seen cities go bankrupt, literally file bankruptcy. It can happen. Wow. 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 I, I just, happen. I just never, you know, I've just never looked at it from this angle, like your angle. And I'm thinking you have got some things to do just to even get up to like you're so right now, I, the way I'm picturing it from what you're saying, it's below level. You're just trying to even bring it up to the level. And uh, then you know what? That's level, who I, that's what I was talking to Peter about is we're not even, we're not fighting for status quo. We want more. So the slogan is District 4 deserves more because for so long they've been getting chump change. We're done with that. We're done with that. Stop stop giving us chump change. Stop sprinkling crumbs. We want the whole meal. Wow. On top of the fact that it is the it listen, it carries the largest amount of tax revenue in the city. So we provide the most tax revenue, but we get the least amount of services and resources. And where's the tax revenue coming from? Where's the tax revenue coming from? Homeowners and, you know, some commerce and. Okay. But it's definitely not what it should have been and what it used to be and what it could be. Amazing. It's not, it's not. So what made you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm t- well, that's probably, I'm probably going to say it, but I'm tired of this. I'm going to run against him. It wasn't even that. It was the community member saying, I, you're the best person for the job. You are the best person to get what we need. You're the best person to make the change happen, which just really means I'm the biggest mouth. You know, I, I'm a mess. Nothing wrong. <laughs> Loud hey. and proud. But it was more about the community. And my conversation with those that I spoke with is like, hey, this is a community effort then. So we're not doing all the big campaign stuff, like all the things, right? It's more of a grassroots. If this is really what we want, then we need to work for it. And I have to be honest with you. Our first volunteer meeting was incredible. The community came out. Those that couldn't make it called. The donations have been from community members and people that have supported this community. And it's going to, it's going to happen. I have to believe it's going to happen because the community wants it to happen. They've done their part. They said, this is what we want. I said, okay, well, it's because it's something that I haven't planned. You know, most politicians, they, they plan for like a year about running their campaign. Oh, they're going to start fundraising and they're going to do all the things. I did not. This was a very last minute thing. It was like, Hey, well, I'll tell you what really did it. <laughs> they were so embedded in, and when I say they, I mean the mayor and his friends and his people on the other side, the person that is being recalled. They are so knee deep in voter suppression and, and voter confusion that they put, they voted to put this, this election on a Wednesday, two weeks before the November election. 
like two or three weeks before the November this is election. happening in October. You know, yes. So there will be, so our community members will have two ballots in their hand at the same time. Voter confusion. On a Wednesday. You live in California. When's the last time you voted on a Wednesday? Never. Never. So wait, so, so okay. So now, the, the October, what, what's the date? I'm sure you know it. 19th. So on the 19th, is just your election or there's some other recall stuff jumping off? It's the recall and there's a cannabis initiative that people are voting on. So those are the two things that are happening on October 19th. Right. And, then and I believe that they I'm- purposefully put those two things on the ballot at the same time. What, what do people affiliate cannabis with? Us. And I've heard, I've, I have heard one of the council people from South Redondo say, if you don't want cannabis, then vote no on E. Okay, that's not true. We already have cannabis here. That's not what's on the ballot. It's how many, and it's the operations of the cannabis. It's not if you're going to have it. You already have it. So there's another level of voter confusion. Because if people vote no, they're going to wake up the next morning and we're still going to have cannabis. Because he was not clear about what that actually means. So I say it as often as I can. I'm not really weighing in on the cannabis issue, but the fact that they would put the recall on the ballot with the cannabis issue and try to tie them together and reach deep into a voter suppression effort to confuse the voters was utterly disgusting. Wow. Disgusting. Wow. <laughs> so we, we, this is, this is what kills me. We, us, me, you, our community, continuously fighting voter suppression, working, donating all out in Atlanta and everywhere. We're like, oh my God, they're so dirty down south. They just be trying to do us dirty down south. Oh, no, no, no. It's happening here too. Right here. Right here. Amazing. I <laughs> just, that's what I said. I'm floored. Like, I mean, wow. And so the November election is pretty much, that's the eighth, correct? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. What, so that's that's the just the regular the county. Election. That's just the county, the regular general election for everybody in in the state. Right. And so was but, there a reason why they needed to separate it or did they just, that's just what they did? They did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. And it cost the voters uh, almost $300,000 for this special election that they called, that they caused. Wow. Wow. I'm just, this is, this is really something. Are you ready for all this craziness? That's what I'm telling you. So it was never a, oh my God, I want to be in politics. This was, they are dogging these people. They are dragging this community because they don't want South Redondo to be impacted. Sitting there watching it happen in real time and no one doing anything about it, being afraid to do anything about it was hard for me to watch. As a gun violence survivor, as someone that had to tell her own truth 
and yes, call out names because it's important that we don't cow down to fear. It was hard for me to watch. And it's hard for me to sit here and watch the people in the community with their hands, with their shoulders shrugged, like, I don't know, what are we going to do? Okay, well, if I have the ability to help, I will. If I don't, I won't. But the truth of the matter is, this is hard. This has been hard to watch for the last two and a half years. Unreal. Wow. Wow. It's been hard to watch. When he, um, when he got elected, I had called him to, I had called him, sent him an email to invite him to come speak at our business association meeting because I'm the president of the business association. And I thought, you know, this is his district. You should come. You should come speak to your constituents and the business owners. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you and hear what your plans are for the district with your administration. He sent me an email back that said, first of all, you need to congratulate me. And secondly, I heard your my friends couldn't come to your meeting anymore, and I want to know why and can they come. I had to I had to pause for a minute. I've never had anybody respond to an email like that. Wait, wait, wait! Listen, <laughs> that fool said you didn't congratulate me. That's what he said. I still have the email because I I'm most people don't even believe it. I said so. I had took a minute, actually like an hour. I needed to breathe. And I responded back. (laughs) My friends call me Tanya. You can call me Commissioner McKenzie. And I'm so glad that you're going to speak at our meeting because your people are going to want to see you. He eventually decided not to show up. He withdrew his RSVP. So that was fine. But that's the kind of misogynistic person we're dealing with. That fool said you should congratulate me first. Really? I, I just, wow. I just didn't think that be, people like this existed. You should congrats. First of all, you should congratulate me first. And then secondly, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Hmm. And he got more signatures than he did votes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I wasn't exactly sure. Uh, I thought, well, maybe this is just, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. And that had, you know, it's been two, two years now and it's continued and not just with me, but everybody. So he's been hired slash appointed slash voted to be the yes man to get with the, I'm assuming the mayor is a man. Mm -hmm. To just keep the district in check with the mayor. Uh-huh. So does he have any campaign things going on or he's that arrogant where he just is not even doing that? Oh, no, they do. Um, part of it happens to be, part of it happens, hold on. Part of it happens to be the um, the fake page. and So they have a fake page up on me. 
and they post things in there. You know, they kind of just make up stories and they mean me and they take my pictures and they distort them. And anybody that supports the campaign, they just, they'll take their picture and distort it. So like Vera Jimenez from Channel 5 News, she endorsed the campaign. They took a picture of her and memed it and plastered it all over Facebook and put it in the fake page. That's the kind of stuff they're doing. And, and you would, you would think that these are grown says, people. These are grown men. Yeah. I was gonna say they sound like uh, middle school running for a <laughs> campus uh, campaign. They sound like middle schoolers running and for middle that. Middle schoolers don't even do that, Colette. Middle, middle schoolers, schoolers don't do that. Yeah. Wow. That's real. That's real childish, kiddo. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure they know that. So I'm not sure they know that. So with that being said, we, the community, have decided we're just going to forge on forward and keep doing the work and keep talking to the people and and keep, um, you know, doing the work and making plans to make good things happen. And I've been saying, it's not going to be about what we can't do. We can't do this and we can't do that and we don't want this and we don't want that and we don't want traffic. And we don't. No, it's going to be about what we can do what we want and how we make that happen. So, you know, you ask me, what what are they doing? I try not to even concern myself with the fact that they're doing anything because at the end of the day, it only comes down to the voters and what they want. Wow. 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 Well, you know what? I'm definitely going to keep tabs on the situation, probably maybe bring you back one more time just to see how crazy it has gotten before October 19th. Yeah. But the ballots go out. um, The ballots go out, I think, next week, actually. So, you know, at that point, people will start voting, and it is what it is. Wow. Well, I've never been this close to a a campaign. Like, where I know, you know what I'm saying? Where I know someone... Per se, it's like, yeah, we know Obama, but that's not the homie. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, homie? What's up, Obama? Hey, Michelle. You know, no. But Let other folks tell it he is the homie. Pardon me? Let other folks tell it he is the homie. Right, right, right. In the head, in the head. Yeah. Right. But it's like to know you, to have, you know, broken bread with you. You know what I'm saying? To do. That is, this is wild. I definitely want to bring you back, you know, maybe that week before. Or even maybe that Monday before, because that's like this Wednesday election. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some wild stories to tell. Because this is this is wild. It's wilder. It's it's wild. It's wild. Like these are grown people acting like small children. Well, there is no level of maturity in in this situation. Well, obviously no. your community has seen you do some things in the area, and they have asked you to do this. And um, wow. I, I, I mean, it's been nine it. years. It's, it's literally, it's been nine years. And I think I have served this community as well as I can at this point. Um, I was woman of the year. I was on our, I've been on our community engagement board. Started, we had our first MLK celebration about four years ago. Wow. These are things I was a part of. So it's not like I've just been sitting on my hands. Right. I've coached the kids in the community. It, it, it is what it is. 
we'll continue to tell the story and share the stories and share the vision. But as far as getting in the dirt with these people, I'm going to tell the stories. Now, if you don't want me, I always say, what, what do people say? Oh, that's character assassination. We'll, we'll wow. stop playing that character. Wow. Well, you know what, Tanya? Congratulations. I'm glad that, I mean, your, your, your district sees, sees what you can do. And we will definitely be bringing you back either that two days before or that week, the Monday before that election. Cause I'm sure you got some stories to tell. Thank you so much. This has been very enlightening to me. And I hope enlightening to our listeners. You have been listening to Mindful Mondays with Dr. Corliss P. Bennett. And my girl, Miss Tanya McKenzie, who's running for an office in Redondo Beach. And we will have her back on right before this election. Thank you for tuning in. Hello to everybody that's coming up. And you guys have a blessed rest of your day. Bye for now. That has been Intentional Talk Radio Network with Dr. Corliss P. Bennett, Mindful Mondays. Thank you for joining us. And it is time for... The one and only Dr. Godwin Orkay in your own story. And Dr. Godwin Orkay has a great, great guest for all of us this afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Folks, don't forget, we bring you news and views that you can use. This is where we talk to you, for you, with you, and about you. And it is always good. So stick and stay. Don't go away, as Kenny Hendrick says. We've got a great show for you this afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hold tight, hold tight.